Hello and welcome into another week of the Injury Report. Lee with the IDP Show to give you the injury rundown for week five. We'll be discussing what happened on Thursday night to Russell Wilson, talking about who's new to the IR and going through who's out, who's in doubt, and some big question mark guys for the week. We'll round things off at the end with some good news for the week like we always do because we love ending the week on a positive note. We will kick things off here, starting with Russell Wilson, who ended up with mallet finger from a Thursday's game. If you saw the photos or you ended up watching, you saw how crooked his finger was, which was a telltale sign of mallet finger. So that happens when a tendon connecting muscle to your finger bone was stretched or torn, which doesn't allow it to extend, but it can bend inward, which is why he tried to play but couldn't end up playing through that. It turned out it was more than just a stretch. The whole tendon ended up ruptured which requires more surgery than originally anticipated. He was going to try to not miss a game. However, with the rupture, he's looking to miss six to eight weeks. So look for it to be Geno Smith time. I'm actually really interested to see how this turns out for Geno Smith for guys like Lockett or DK or maybe even Carson potentially getting more running attempts there. Russ was really good at the deep ball, and that's what DK and Lockett are awesome at. It looked like Geno Smith did have a pretty good stretch there on his first drive, ending up in a touchdown, so we'll see how that goes. That last interception didn't look to be his fault. It looked like Lockett kind of tripped there, so it will be interesting to see how DK and Lockett are utilized going forward without Russell Wilson. Another thing to note here, quarterback Matthew Stafford for the Rams. It looked like he sprained a little joint in his finger He looked totally fine. He came back. He was throwing great. He's not expected to miss any time. Expect the same old Matthew Stafford for the Rams going forward. New to the IR, not a whole lot going on here on offense. We'll start off with Will Fuller, wide receiver for the Dolphins. He's still dealing with that broken finger, which means he's going to be out a minimum of three weeks, and that can extend to longer than that three-week time frame. So expect to be without Will Fuller for some time. And tight end for the Washington football team, Logan Thomas. He's on IR with a hamstring issue that ended up cutting his week four early, so he is expected to miss four weeks. Going over to defense, linebacker for the Titans, Jayon Brown. He's on IR with a knee injury. The severity is unknown, but he will be obviously missing at least three games. He really wasn't getting the volume or production many expected from him anyways. DB Carlton Davis for the Tampa Bay Bucks. He's on IR with a quadricep issue. He'll likely be out for a significant amount of time as quadricep issues can get nasty. And lastly, on defense, Romeo Okwara, defensive end for the Detroit Lions. He has a torn Achilles and he will be out for the season. We'll switch on over to players who are ruled out for week five. We'll start off on offense, a couple of Falcons wide receivers. Calvin Ridley will be out due to personal reasons. There's not a whole lot to report on that one. And again, Russell Gage will miss week five, that same ankle injury that's kept him out the last two weeks. We expected this to be the case. Look for him to miss even more time. Running back David Montgomery for the Bears. He suffered a knee sprain and he'll likely be out four to five weeks. So I I anticipate we may see him back after the week 10 bye for the Bears there. A couple of Giants wide receivers who missed last week and will miss this week as well. Wide receiver Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton both have hamstring issues. The good thing was they were both suited up for practices this week, but they just never participated. So we'll have to keep tabs on them for next week. Tight end Rob Gronkowski will miss yet another week with the rib issue. He's likely to miss next week as well. So do keep your eye on that. And lastly, The handsome man himself, Jimmy G, quarterback for the 49ers, is out with that calf issue, and it is officially Trey Lance time in the Bay Area. 
Moving on over to defense, we'll start off with Carolina Panthers linebacker Shaq Thompson. He's out this week with plantar fasciitis. That's when your foot gets swollen, irritated, very weak, and it is pretty painful to walk on. Rest is on the table for the Panthers linebacker. However, Matt Rule does seem hopeful that he will play next week. Safety Jabril Peppers for the Giants will be out this week with a hamstring issue. It sounded like Peppers did want to go this week and play but the Giants decided that it would be best to shut him down for Week 5, so there is optimism for his return in Week 6. Safety Marcus May for the Jets. He's out again this week with the ankle injury. We knew that was coming. However, he's also facing DUI charges from a Florida incident in February, so that's something to keep an eye on. And lastly, safety Antoine Winfield for the Tampa Bay Bucks. He's out this week with a concussion. Moving on over to the doubtful for the week, running back, Christian McCaffrey for the Panthers. He did want to go this week and ended up as questionable to do so. However, Carolina did decide to hold him back. We could see a return next week, so it sounds like the rest has been good for him. Tight end George Kittle for the 49ers, dealing with a calf issue. This stems from the same issue that kept him limited in production last week. He didn't practice on Friday, and it's unlikely that he does play. This does cause concern for missing next week as well, so he will need to stay resting. And the only doubtful on defense, defensive tackle Akeem Hicks for the Bears. He's got a groin injury, and he will likely miss. There's concern for missing next week as well, as most groin injuries can take a while to recover from. We'll turn to players who are questionable this week. We'll start off on offense with running back Joe Mixon for the Bengals. It was nice of Cincy to put the questionable designation on him. However, he is a long shot to play this week. We talked about his injury last week and that he's likely to miss a week or so because of it. So expect to be without Mixon this week and possibly next week as well. Running back Dalvin Cook for the Minnesota Vikings. Trying to play through a high ankle sprain that he suffered in week two, and it looks like he did re-aggravate it last week in week four. It's not looking likely he plays week five, and if he does, I'm not confident he'll be effective at all. I would turn to other options if you're the Cook owner right now. However, of course, I do understand it's it can be tough to bench Dalvin Cook if he is active. However, just know I'm not confident in the production there. Running back Antonio Gibson for the Washington football team is dealing with a stress fracture in his shin. So just think tiny cracks along the bone, along that shin bone there. That's not likely to go away until the end of the season. The good news is this is something that that he can play through, and that's what I'm expecting for week five and on. Running back Chase Edmonds for the Arizona Cardinals dealing with a shoulder issue. This is likely an AC joint sprain, and he's viewed as a game-time decision, but I'm thinking we will see Chase Edmonds on the field. This is another pain tolerance thing, which means there's a chance for him to be somewhat limited, and we do see more work for James Conner. So just be cautious if you are starting Chase Edmonds. Running back Ezekiel Elliott for the Cowboys. He's fully expected to play after dealing with a minor knee issue in practices this week. Running back DeAndre Swift for the Lions. It's the same game plan as last week. He'll be good to go after getting some groin rest in this week. That's much needed. Everybody needs their groin rest. Tight end TJ Hawkinson for the Lions. He's trending in the right direction with a knee issue. He didn't practice on Wednesday and was limited the rest of the week, and I do believe he plays to his full extent in week five. Wide receiver Amari Cooper for the Dallas Cowboys. He's expected to play after being limited to practice with a minor hamstring issue. So Amari Cooper will be good to go. Melvin Gordon, running back for the Denver Broncos, is dealing with a lower leg injury. He got in a limited session on Thursday and Friday and is expected to play on Sunday. So Javante Williams truthers will have to hold off just a little while longer. Wide receiver Cortland Sutton for the Broncos. He rolled his ankle in practice on Friday. 
He's traveling with the team this weekend, which indicates he will be a game-time decision, and this truly comes down to the severity of the injury, which at this time is unknown. I would err on the side of caution here, as I'm not confident Sutton plays in Week 5, so if you do have the option to pivot, I recommend doing so. Wide receiver Curtis Samuel for the Washington football team, he missed the majority of practice this week, but reports are saying that this was likely for rest purposes and load management, as he is coming back from missing the first three games of the season. I do expect Curtis Samuel to be active for week five. Wide receiver Devontae Parker for the Miami Dolphins is still dealing with the nagging hamstring issue. I'm not confident that Parker plays this week, and even if he does, I would fade him. We've seen him be active and then leave early in the game trying to play through a hamstring injury before, so I'm not confident in Devontae Parker. Jamal Williams, running back for the Detroit Lions, will play after dealing with a hip issue this week. Tight end Max Williams for the Arizona Cardinals. After coming on strong last week as a viable tight end option for Arizona, he does find himself questionable due to a shoulder injury. He didn't practice on Wednesday and then was limited Thursday and Friday. However, reports are saying that Max Williams is expected to be available if you do need him. Lastly, on offense, quarterback Teddy Bridgewater for the Broncos. He's questionable with a concussion. He allowed in a full practice on Friday, so I expect him to clear concussion protocol, and it's likely that he is ready to roll on Sunday. Switching gears, we'll head on over to defense. We'll start off with a couple big ones. Miles Garrett, defensive end for the Browns. He's dealing with an ankle issue. However, he's quoted saying that he expects to be a go for Sunday's game. And his optimism about his availability has been on display for the last couple days. So Miles Garrett should be doing Miles Garrett things this Sunday. Darius Leonard, linebacker for the Indianapolis Colts. He missed a practice early in the week due to an ankle injury that's been present all season. This doesn't hinder my thoughts on his availability. Darius Leonard should be available this Sunday. Chiefs defensive tackle Chris Jones didn't practice all week with the wrist issue that's been bothering him the last couple of weeks. This take is a bit different with a star like Chris Jones and a big game coming up against the Bills. I expect to see a lot of tape on that wrist for Chris Jones and for him to be out there against the Bills. Speaking of the Bills, linebacker Matt Milano is questionable with a hamstring injury this week. He didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday and ended up limited on Friday. I'm going to turn to my man, Dr. Trimble, with the banged up Bills here as he brought some awesome insight into this Matt Milano hamstring injury. In his most recent article, he was looking back at all the data in 2020 where there were 22 instances of a hamstring designation on the injury report. Of those 22 designations, if a player had multiple did not practices in a week, they did not play. If they logged a limited practice on Friday, they did not play. And if they practice in full on Friday, they ended up playing. The only exception to this is Robert Foster, who had a limited practice, did not practice, and then a limited practice, but he ended up playing that week against the Cowboys. However, that is only a sample size of one. Paraphrasing for Dr. Trimble here, he really does not expect Matt Milano to play. However, he really does hope he's wrong. If he does play, he could end up seeing limited snaps. So long story short, I would fade Matt Milano this week as he's not likely to play. And even if he does play, he will end up seeing a limited role. Khalil Mack, backer for the Chicago Bears, is continuing his injury report streak with a consecutive 932nd week on the injury report. He's questionable with a rib and a foot issue. He didn't practice on Wednesday or Thursday and ended up limited on Friday, which does seem to be the norm, so I do expect Khalil Mack to be available. Linebacker Cole Holcomb for the Washington football team is questionable with a shoulder injury. He didn't practice on Wednesday, however, was limited Thursday and Friday. 
I think we can expect to see the tackling machine to be out there for week five. Defensive end Jadavian Clowney for the Browns, questionable with an elbow injury. Reports are saying that he will be expected to play this week after logging in a couple of did-not practices throughout the week. Defensive end Randy Gregory for the Dallas Cowboys should be good to go after dealing with a minor issue. And lastly, we'll finally see the JPP man for the Tampa Bay Bucks on the field in week five after letting his shoulder rest for the last couple weeks, as was recommended by the docs there. That's it for questionable. We'll end it with some good news for the week. Wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens, Rashad Bateman. It sounds like he's going to be activated very soon from the IR, even as early as this Monday night, which will provide Lamar Jackson with some much-needed help in the passing game. So look for Rashad Bateman to make some noise in the coming weeks. That's all I've got for you this week. Hopefully I was able to provide some much-needed insight for you guys so you can make the best decisions that you can. If you haven't already, go ahead and follow me over on Twitter at IDPShow underscore injury, where I'll be getting you guys some information throughout the week on who's practicing, who's not, who's already been rolled out. And go ahead and give the guys a follow over at the IDP Show if you're not already. Best of luck to everyone in their week five matchups, and I will see you in week six.